0: How to be on the horns of a dilemma to supersize and grow your business sharon horn ellstrom here and i have been waiting to use this filter because it's got these cute little horns on it and if i take a drink of coffee one like tips to the bottom it like tips like you're winking i love it so on the horns of a dilemma idiom that's been around for hundreds of years aramis the dutch scholar used it around 1500 a dilemma used to be and you it's kind of like the precursor to I think uh, debates it used to mean that there were there was an argument and you had to prove one side or the other of the argument kind of sounds like logic or debates to me Um, those those areas of study or those areas of of speech or performance Uh, so you had to choose between two maybe dangerous or two different courses of action you had to choose or pick between it means to have to choose or pick between like two not very attractive alternatives right well have you ever been in a situation where you've had to make a, a close call decision hello if you're a business owner i find it impossible to believe that you have not been in that type of a situation probably on a daily basis. I know in different businesses that I've been involved in, geez, it felt like boom, 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 boom. All you did all day long was make decision, 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 decision. And then you learn to delegate those to other people and other people start to make decision, decision, decision. So a couple of things about this. I, I, was really, I was thinking about times when I've had to personally make a choice between what I thought were really difficult situations. And as I thought back on that today I realized that I in those situations often found myself in the situation many people do where I was only looking at like two alternatives for example divorce my husband or stay married for the sake of the kids well there's a whole lot of other alternatives besides you get divorced or you stay married for the sake of the kids right there's a a ton of gray and different combinations of possibilities but to me in my mind at the time those were the only two alternatives. It was one or the other, right? The devil, you know, or the uncertainty. So often we, we box ourselves into a little corner where we think we only have two choices. You know, do I move or do I stay? Do I take a job here? Or do I take a job there? Do I stay working for someone else? Or do I strike out on my own? Well, if you're listening to me, you probably struck out on your own, maybe more than once like me, like dozens of times. And, uh, it it's always feels risky. It always feels scary. So how do we deal with the fact that things are always changing? We're always going to have to deal with dilemmas. You know, do I stay at work or do I go to my kids' recital? Probably not such a big question right now with COVID, but we're going to get back to those days where we have to make those choices between working or the kids. A lot of people are finding right now working from home, there's a whole lot of times during the day, every single day that comes up that comes up. Your child needs something or needs help with homework. You're in the middle of something. What what takes priority? What takes precedence? So how do you decide? I have a little, I have three or four guidelines that I follow it myself that help me whenever I feel like I'm on the horns of a dilemma to figure out what to do and what's, what's in the best interests for me and for the people I serve and for my organization. Number one, I always remind myself whenever I catch myself thinking it's black or white, this or that, I always remind myself that there's there's more than two options, there's more than two solutions, there's more than two answers to any challenge, any question, any problem that's going on. Very few things in life are black or white. Each of us interpret events and situations through our own filters, through our own experiences, through our own beliefs, through our own core values, through our own everything. And I remind myself that there's obviously things that I am not seeing and I need to open myself up to being able to see more possibilities, more options. Um, I also then filter all the possibilities after I have brainstormed more than two. I have to have at least more than two options for any situation, any problem, any challenge. Um, I put this this the, in place in an organization I work for it, with respect to bidding. I was horrified to find that this organization never bid out their projects. And they had a lot of like very big seven figure projects that they did every year and they didn't bid them out they just gave them to friends and family which is okay when you're a small business but as you're getting bigger and bigger what we found out was that they were actually losing or or spending millions more dollars a year than they had to because of one simple thing they never looked for alternatives so all we did is i we put in place a process where you had to get at least three bids Three written bids for any big project, any project over $100,000, there had to be at least three bids for before it, and then it was reviewed by the committee, and, and the, the the right bid was selected or the best bid for the job was selected. But anything over that, and we saved literally tens of millions of dollars the first year that we implemented that simple process into the organization. So we always want to make sure that we have more than two alternatives. Then I filter everything every option through my core values my beliefs my goals and my priorities and if if for a personal decision for a dilemma with my business i filtered through the core values of the organization the goals of the organization and the priorities of the organization of the business next uh, i remind myself that very few choices very few decisions that we make are absolute and permanent. Very few. Things change all the time. We forget that the world around us and our businesses and our lives are changing all the time. And so just because we make a choice today doesn't mean we're going to live with that choice for all eternity. But sometimes I think we talk ourselves into believing that, oh, if I do this, if I make this choice or this decision, I can never do anything else. I'm locked into that road and that trail and that path for the rest of my life, which is absolutely ridiculous. The other thing I do is I look for constantly tools and models and examples and other people to give me information that will help me choose among choices and and dilemmas and situations. I look for people that have been in a similar situation to me previously and then what did they do about it and what results did they get? Will that solution be right for me? Not necessarily, but sometimes I can combine little pieces of what other people have done and come up with a, reaction or an action to address a situation or a dilemma that we hadn't even considered before because instead of just taking and doing what someone else has done we take little bits and pieces of what's gone on in different industries and we've meld them together for our own unique solution that's my favorite type of problem solving so on the horns of a dilemma i would love to know if you've got a story or an experience where you felt like you were on the horns of a dilemma and you just were like beside yourself because you didn't know what to do been there done that i think Life, life dishes us lessons so that we can learn and continue to grow and become who it is that we want to become to lead our organizations. And those don't always feel good, but we always learn from them if we're willing to learn from them. Have an absolutely amazing day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business today? Take care. Bye. See you tomorrow.